Now we've got to scramble. Walsh around the body, doesn't miss. What a star this young man is. To Kurnow. And Charlie Kurnow off one step. Just went bang. Durden, he saw his way through. And Honey Milk didn't put it right through the middle. Big moment. Kennedy, Walsh, bends it. Brilliant. This kid just keeps on rising. Gives it a roost. He gives it a magnificent roost. He kicked the goal. Walsh, here he is, straightens up and has delivered. Is there nothing this young man can't do? G'day, Blue Baggers, and welcome to the Blues Footy Podcast 2022 season preview. Your host, Jed Zetzer, in the studio with my co-host, Harrison Hymans. Bolt, welcome to the show. How are we? Good, mate. How are you? Very good. Very excited. Very eager. Just very keen for Thursday night to come around. It's going to uh it's going to be very very exciting isn't it when we're strolling through the park in Richmond yep. walking through off the train at Richmond up the stairs through the gates to our seats it's going to be very exciting big big game 48 hours out now and uh it's very interesting the 22 I'd like to start this show off with the best 22 yep because I think that that is where most intrigue lies going into Thursday night's match. Yeah, for sure. I guess a new coach as well, so he'll see things very differently to how, you know, Teague saw them. Correct. Um, so, I think we should do our best 22, assuming everyone's fit, and then make the changes for round one accordingly. Well, should we do it the other way around? All right, let's do it Who's the other way around. Thursday night? And All then... right, that's probably easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Um. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we do one line each and see, and then we can discuss if we think there are any changes. Alrighty. So, so you start. Well, for Thursday night, you'd assume the full back line. Newman's going to be your small defender. So you reckon and, Newman over Plowman? I think, well, yeah, I think so. You can only, not that I necessarily agree with it, but I think, you know, base of, we can only really judge what we've seen so far. Like it's, you know, otherwise it's just guesswork. Mm. So we've seen Newman. We haven't played that role. We haven't seen Plowman play really, let alone that role. So I'd say Newman gets the start in the back pocket. Um, Oscar McDonald looks like he's run the, won the race for full back, that second key defensive post in the absence of Jones. And then I'd say Mitch McGovern in the other back pocket as your third tall intercept machine. So Newman, McDonald, McGovern. McGovern. All right, I will agree with that. The only question, questionable one uh, would be Plowman instead of Newman. Uh I actually think, from from what I read, I, I really think Jordan Boyd could even be ahead of Plowman for that job for that role. You reckon Plowman's fallen that far down the pecking order? Well, it's just the fact that he didn't play against St Kilda or Melbourne, and I just think a new coach isn't going to do Lockie Plowman any favors. He came on at full forward. Mm. I know it was very, you know. I oh, know. I get here look, and there. I, I, I just I get you. I I and we spoke about to, it on the Twitter was, spaces yeah, last if night. If it was up to me, I'd almost probably play him because I can't really see anyone else competently going with Martin when he goes forward. No, see, I I and this is funny. You know, we spend most of our time sort of discussing Plowman in in you know almost a negative way, but I actually agree with you. I think he he would be in my round one team, but. I, we've, I don't think... I think we've both never had an issue with him playing on the dangerous small. It's when he tries to... When when oh, they make him play above his I don't, yeah, height. I don't think he's a good player, but I've always had him in my 22. 
But I think, you know, this is the time where you've got to start phasing those players out and it's not a bad thing, and we'll see. I don't think Newman's... Look, Newman's no walk-up every week either. Like, Let's Newman, be honest. It's Stocker's spot that someone's filling well, for yeah. now. But we, we still need another. Like, we need, like, a Nick Smith-esque small back pocket. We really do. But, yeah. So, okay. Half-back flank, Williams, Weedering, Saad. That's, yep. probably, that's probably the most locked-in line yep. on our whole field. Yeah. Um, Center line, and, well, let, let, and, and, and with Saar, I think with Saad especially, I think they're going to have to just because we got no one else, and it kills me to say, but they're going to Saad's going to play deeper down back than what we'd like, and it probably means Williams is going to get more of the ball, which we don't like either, because you know surely I, they just swap roles then. Well, I, I'd be more trusting of Saad playing as a key, as a deeper small than Zach Williams, to be honest with you. Mm. It's a very tough one how they balance that because Saad is going to have to run on whether it's Jake Arts for a little bit or Castagna yeah, yeah. or that doesn't really worry no, me. No, it, it doesn't worry me. It's just I really like it's Saad annoying. high up the ground. And you want Saad? Look, in an ideal world, Saad plays on no one and just plays off the halfback well, to yeah. a wing and but just no, gets look, all the He's good at what he does. Except you know there were a couple of games last. Saad's year where... almost our best ball user. Oh yeah, he probably he, he, is. He might not be the best ball user, but he's definitely our best weapon. Yeah, like, like he he just like <clears throat> makes shit happen. And like there was a game last year, round six, where he was just caught on Charlie Cameron in the goal square all night, and it was just it was like a car crash. Not because it was just that's just not where Adam Sarge should be playing. All right, so back six locked in. Let's go through the midfield. Um, do you want yeah. me to start, or do you want to start this one? Um, I don't mind. Well, let's we'll start. With, I, I like starting with the ruck, the Rovers, and then the center line. Okay, so well, I think Tommy DeConning will be the starting Ruckman for the first bounce. Yep. Um, and in the middle will be... He's on ball brigade for the first bounce. Just say the say the five midfielders. Don't worry Patrick about it. Patrick Cripps, George Hewitt, Adam Chera, and on the wings will be Sam Doherty, Lockie O'Brien. Okay. See, I, I, I think... Yeah. No, I, I think the way will actually line up. I think Chera will start on the wing. Yep. And I think Doherty will be on the other wing. And I think Hewitt, Cripps, and... Kennedy yeah. will be the three that. So I was gonna. I've got Kennedy on the bench. So it's either gonna be him or Chero, just whatever rotate, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. Whichever way it falls. Um, forward line. I think we. Let's not do it on paper. Let's just say McKay, Kerno locked in, Silvani locked in, yeah, Martin locked in, yeah. Well, yeah. That's the interesting one. He'll play. He'll play. Yeah. And then the other two, could could we say Fisher, Durden, or Oes Durden? Yeah. So. so- all three will play. I've gone Dirt and Owies and then Fisher on the bench. And then the few leaking over to the bench will be... I think Pitonet will play. I think yeah, the same. Pitonet and so then... So we both got Pitonet, that Fisher, either the Chera, Kennedy, O'Brien yeah. run over. So, so, so let's just say so people can get it so it's easier for people to listen to. Pitonet, Fisher, O'Brien. Yep. Um, and then the fourth spot's the interesting one. Probably goes to Setterfield based yeah. on what we've seen in the preseason. So, yeah, I've got Setterfield. I submitted it to the Carlton members page so I can win my signed jersey. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got Setterfield in and the Ed, 22nd spot. It could spot. be Ed Kerno. Could be Ed Kerno. One of them's going to be the be, sub. Could be Paddy Dow. Unlikely. You, you feel Didn't like, feature in a minute. No, I know. You feel pre-season. like Dow and Setterfield are battling for that same spot, though. Um, and set, it's you know adva- it was advantage Setterfield in 2020. It was advantage Dow in 2021, and it might be back in Setterfield's court. Uh, now Jordan emergency. Boyd, and then there's Boyd and Plowman. Like, it, it's it's going to be tight. I think it will be Setterfield though. I just think more numbers around so I think, the ball. I think then one. I think Boyd will be an emergency. Yep. That, like he's definitely going to be in the 26 man squad. Yep. 
Um, well, Ed Kerno will be in that as well. Yeah, but we had him as the sub. Okay, yeah. So and the, so one of Kerno and Setterfield on the on the interchange one as the sub. Yeah. Um, and then it is it's going to be Boyd, Dow, Fogarty. Yeah, or Plowman. Plow, yeah, Plowman will probably be in there. Um, I'm sure our boy Cottrell will weasel his way in or something. <laughs> Parksy. Maybe Lewis Young. <laughs> True. Gee, it's funny how he's not even in the conversation at the well, moment. Well, yeah, I think he was very much in the conversation all summer. It's just he's, it appears he's lost his battle, but like he'll get a, he'll get a crack for sure. Yeah, he'll get point. a crack at some point. At some point, you know, McGovern's only five weeks away from the hammy, so um, it'll come. All right, so that's how it's looking at this point. It's going to be something along those lines. All right, predictions and sorry, so changes for the year. Can yeah. we say can we say the clear ones who are tw- best twenty two players who are missing? Stock is number one. Oh, Sam Walsh is number one. Sorry, 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> mate. Just it almost it's still it just sort of escapes the mind. You don't want to think about it. You block it out. Walshie's number one. Yeah, he takes the spot of that Probably last yeah, that like that Setterfield, Kerno, Dow. Whoever gets that spot, that's Walsh's spot. Yeah, Stocker takes Newman's spot. But, yeah. Cunningham probably takes O'Brien's spot. And it's tough because I don't mind them playing Stocker and Newman because I don't mind having reinforcements down Can there. Can you play Stocker, Newman, Sard, Williams, and I know he's not going to play in the back line, but Doherty as well? Like, yeah. Like, All I, five I, of I them? I think they're pretty, like, on different levels. Like, I almost see Stocker and Newman as, you know, your deepest ones and then a little bit further up Sard and Williams and even further up than that Stockerty. Let's wait and see. But we'll I think wait. that's probably how it'll look throughout the year. Um, As in, and look, if O'Brien can nail down a wing, someone like Zach Fisher could be in trouble when Cunningham's back. Yeah, someone definitely. like you know Jack Martin's got to watch over his shoulder a bit if you know his form continues from what it was last year. Yeah. He's a very important player this year, Jack Martin. Yeah, like, very important. Well, he could be the difference. Yeah, for sure, he's a bit of a barometer. So, he is. if Jack Martin has another nothing year, it makes a big difference. Opposed, if he had, you know, if he plays his best footy this year. That could land us. That could be the difference between finishing eighth and ninth, or eighth and tenth. For sure. Um, all right. Predictions for the year. Yep. Let's give our early predictions: first, second, third in the John Nichols Medal, and we'll pencil oh, okay. this down so that we can come back to it at the end of the year. Okay. Um, right. I'm. I, I'm still. Oh, should, how should we do this? Three, two, one, or one, two, three? We'll go one, two, three. All right. Who's winning the John Nichols Medal? Um, I think it'll be the year of Patrick Cripps bounces back for his first one since 2019 in number one. Yeah, who's number two? I think number two will end up being Sam Walsh. Yeah. And I think number three will be Jacob Wiedering. Yes, I think that'll be the top three. I'm going Walsh, Wiedering, Cripps. I'll go Walsh. Depends how much footy Walsh misses, though. See, I think if Walsh gets back before round five, he wins it. (laughs) I think he can afford to miss four games. I think he's so, that good. I don't know if he would have been afforded that comfort even last year and he was that above everyone else in the votes. It'll be interesting. You know, and who knows? You know, in those first four or five games, you know, Chera, you know, Chera's going to pull a bit. Chera as well. I mean, you know, he could easily finish up there's there. There's a few. You know, H is going to be in, he came third last year, H. Who's your smoky for a top three finish? Like, is Chera even a smoky? I wouldn't have thought so. No, nah, he's not a smoky. Um, smoky for a top three finish in the BNF is Mitch McGovern. 
Wow. Yeah, I really think he's going to thrive where he's playing. So I you're, really on, do. you're on, um, was it Jared Healy who said he could be all Australian? Oh, I'm not going that far. I'm not going, well, yeah, I'm not going to well. go that far. Well, it's a smoky. But, you know, I, I just think he's got, I just think the position really suits him and you know I like him. Okay. I, I just think he's really suited to it. All right. Now, next one. Who do you think? Well, who's your smoky? Another one, I don't know if he's a smoky, but George Hewitt. Yeah. Like, we've seen Kerno finish there. I'll have there. that as a smoky. Um, yeah, I feel like Hewitt. Um, all right. Who do you think's going to be in the All-Australian team from Carlton? And then I'll get you to do a smoky as well. Well, third time's a charm. So Jake, like, hang Jacob Wiedering will be Last in year, year, I don't know if you remember, in our pre-season show, yeah. we did the what headline will you be reading at the end of the year about Carlton? Yeah, and I said... yeah. That we dominate the All-Australian team. I thought it would be Cripps, Weedering, Walsh. Who else did I say? Probably someone else. Mackay. Yeah. Mackay made it. Walsh made it. Weedering should have made it. Yeah. I think I think we could have four this year. I think Walsh will make it. No one remembers that he misses the first three to four weeks at the end of the year. Yeah, well... And it's not a voting system in no, terms no, of like no, gaining... No. It's not like the Brownlow. If Walsh plays at the level he did last year for the last 15 weeks, he's making the All-Australian team. Mm. I think Walsh if makes it. at the it, same level and plays 20 games as opposed to 15... Walsh makes it for me. It'll be interesting. Walsh, Walsh is a question mark. So Walsh, gonna... Weedering, Cripps, Mackay, lock it in. We're going to have four in the All-Australian the team. Gonna, the only one I'm going to say with conviction this year is Jacob Weedering for the All-Australian Even Mackay. Yeah, I just... Well, yeah... I think there's a lot of key, good key forwards around. Okay. And I think the key forwards, you know, that he'd be battling with were missed a lot of footy last year. Like Jeremy Cameron missed a lot of footy. Mm. You know, Tom Winch could have a really good year this year. Buddy as well. You just yeah, can in, never write off. You know, Max King, you know, these guys coming out. Aaron Norson. There's a lot of competition there. Well, I guess the thing is, and I, there's, and probably, I, there's probably only space for one other than the Coleman medalist. Well, yeah. So if he doesn't win the Coleman, he's going to have to be bloody good to yeah. get that other spot. And I, you know, and I, you know, I, I, I know he won the Coleman, but I don't see him as still that top of his game in that position. I don't see him at the the big. So you don't rate him on the level of like Cameron and Lynch and those I don't. Yet. I don't. That's fair. But I see Jacob Weidering on the level as top, top, top. Yeah. In his yeah, position. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Smokey for an All Australian team. Is it going to be Mitch McGovern? No, Is it, no, gonna... no, no, no. <laughs> Throw us another be, name, no, mate. No, because he's got like Tom Stewart and guys like that. Um, and obviously, Alir Alir, who doesn't play on anybody, but still played centre-half back in last year's team. Um <clears throat> Who is my smoky for the All-Australian team? I'd say my smoky for that's going to be Adam Chera. Yeah, I was going to say Chera. Um, if he puts together a really good year, you never know. And when you say smoky, this is someone who, you know, finishes in the forty. Like, maybe even a, just a smoky for the 40. Um, yeah, I will go with... It's hard. It's hard. Mm. A smoky for the 40. This could this could sound ridiculous, but I think Jack Silvani is a yeah. smoky for the 40. Be big. Like, Silvani's never put together 22 games. No. If he does, then he plays it at the level that he's basically been playing at for the last two to three years. Why It'd not? Very interesting. You know, if Carlton make the eight, Silvani plays 22 games at the level he's been playing, you know, you never know. Might make the 40. Um, all right. What is the headline we'll be reading about Carlton either at the end of the year or at some point during the year? Just what's a headline we'll be reading? Oh, um, so tough. 
because you can put any spin on this. Do you want me to quickly yeah, go? Yeah, you, you go, you go I'm through I'm going to take a bit of a cop-out here. It's a bit of a cop-out headline. Yeah. And we'll probably... And this is literally in the next seven days... Or three days. Carlton win their first match in the first two rounds for 10 years. <laughs> so you're tipping... So that's okay. So, so I'm that's, tipping that's us to beat Richmond. Thursday night. I'm um, tipping us to beat Richmond. Oh. But I'll think of another one. A little bit more interesting. Um, it's a tough one. Like something audacious that I think we're going to read in the headlines about the boys I mean, during the year. something, just, you know, a predicted headline. Um, it's tough. It is very tough. It's just, I don't know, it's because I'm, I'm in such an unknown about where the season's going to go. It's very hard for me to put my finger on it. I just don't know which page Carlson's going to be on in regards to mm. what's going to happen with him because everything's so new at Carlson. So I can't suggest... Well, it's what be... we've been waiting well, for, I can't mate. Suggest, is... I can't suggest, you know, the board's going to be overthrown <laughs> or the coach will be gone by round 12 or, you know, we'll have a new <laughs> captain or... Like, it's really tough. I feel like... I don't know. Maybe the second coming of Pat of Captain Cripps. Yeah, and I, I expect I do expect that to happen. I really do. Um, you know, Patrick Cripps was playing at an elite level well, for twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. Like he elite. could have won the Brownlow. I know he's on the podium. Like a couple of Australians, couple BNFs. Um, I think the headline we'll be reading during the year is at about round eighteen. Ed Kernow retires. Yep, that's fair. It's a bit of a cop-out as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, do you want to... Should we do an early All crow? Right. Oh, you got another one. I don't know. I've got. I've also got this sixth sense that... Oh, I, I, I don't know. This is me being a little bit about me here, but... I think we I think we will see it at some point. I think if DeConning looks I'll play the two Ruckman, if DeConning looks that good up forward and he starts clunking him, I really, really, really do think we will see slash hope we see Charlie Kerno in the midfield. I really do. Yeah, I mean I don't think that'll happen, but I I still want to I'm see open it. to it. I'm really keen on it. On a wing. No, in the middle. Okay. Like in the guts, I really think it it work. It's just it's another, it's it make us so dynamic and so hard to defend against at stoppages. It's a wild card player in there. Okay, interesting. Um, early crow. Is that similar to sort of what we've just been saying? Possibly. What do you mean by an early crow? It's like an early something. I want to go early on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I I, I am tipping us Thursday night. And I might be going. I might. You know, a lot of people are rating Richmond as you know second, third favourites for the flag. I've I've been reading, and I, I don't know if I'm anti-Richmond or not, but I can't see Richmond contending for the premiership. I think we're quick to forget it's an ageing list. They finished twelfth. They're slow. Got a couple of injuries. I think Carlson will be a bit too quick for them on Thursday night. And I and I, and I am tipping us Thursday night. And I don't. I never tip us, but I do believe we'll win. So that might it. be my early crow. I love it. Um, all right. Who's going to kick the most goals this year? It'll be Harry. Be Harry. Safe. Um, who's going to be the best first year player? 
in terms of, well, we only drafted one player. True. Being Jesse Motlop, and then we got a O'Brien and the Next Generation Academy player. What's that? Akui? Akui? Yeah. On the rookie Um, list. Um, So I'm not sure. But in terms of the recruits, I think Adam Chera is going to... I think they're both going to... like Chera and Hewitt are going to slide in so seamlessly, but but Chera is going to grab your attention more than Hewitt. Will we see Motlop this year? I think at some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we usually see but, most of them, and I guess you know, with the four small forwards being Dirt and Owies, Honey and Motlop, they're all very you know, they're all very inexperienced. Yeah, so no one's cemented a spot here or there, so everyone's kind of playing for their life, you know, for their present lives, I guess. So I think Motlop will get a crack, but I haven't watched him yet, to be honest. So, all right, who's going to break out? And this can be any level of breaking out. This could be like. You know, this could be breaking out just at club level. This could be breaking out league level. Yep. Any, you know, who's going to have some sort of breakout year this year? Because I've got one. Who's yours? Mitch McGovern. Okay. So, you, and, and that's at league level or club level? Well, do you reckon, do you reckon he'll, do you reckon by the end of the year, the he's league He's a bit will, of a laughing stock. So, yeah, I think, I think if he's good, I think if he's good enough to gain the respect and attention of Carlton fans, it will be good enough for the wider. AFL community. Okay. Because it's either because Carlton fans are going to be very reluctant to start accepting Mitch McGovern yeah. generally. So I think if it's good enough for Carlton fans, it'll be good enough for everyone else. Yeah. I think um I think it'll be Matt Kennedy. I think I think he will establish himself as a genuine B grade midfielder in the AFL and you know that can come with negative connotations, but for someone like Matt Kennedy, oh, if you're a, a B-grade midfielder, that is... Your second... T- that's uh, unbelievable. We'll call them second-tier midfielders, so I think it sounds a bit nicer. Yeah. If, but I think sec- second-tier midfielders are very, very important. You know, you look at the Ds, they've obviously got their front line, as everybody knows, but then you can chuck in guys like, you know, whether it's a Neil Bullen or a Harms or Viney to an extent, you know, these guys running through I think the Kennedy midfield, will be better than those guys. They're, they're very important. Mm, they are. You know, and you look at, you know, even the Richmond team that won a few flags, you know, you've got your Martins, your Cochins, your, your Prestias, but then you've got your Lamberts, your Grahams, your Edwards. They're very, very important players. Mm. Like, you have to have great second team midfield. And we've got our front liners, Cripps, see, Cherry, and um, Walsh. Yeah, see, I reckon... Cripps, Chera, Walsh are going to be the big three, and then it'll be Kennedy and Hewitt. Yeah, and, and no, I reckon Kennedy will be will be better than Hewitt. So, what's his ceiling? Are we are we talking like um Jared Lyons levels? I reckon, yeah, I reckon that's what he'll get like to all this Australian forties, like because he, he's a gun. Yeah, I reckon if Kennedy, like, to be honest, which game was it that Kennedy came in and it was it was Kennedy came in against GWS Giants, last yeah. year, and we sort of thought like. What's he doing back in? Like it was, yeah. it was just so his papers were written. Well, do you remember he, his pa- he he was his papers were stamped. He was it, done because I think he had a, the sub affected game against Gold Coast in round four and was and good it, when he came on for that it quarter was like five minutes. Sorry, I'm thinking of another game. It was then. A Port Adelaide maybe the week after he came. No, 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 because he played that game and wasn't good. Okay, they played him on a wing and he was terrible. Who'd we have round three? It was Freo. He wasn't. He wasn't the sub in that. I can't game. remember, but he came on one game as a sub was okay, and then. It was that GWS game. And yeah, then he no, played no. the last eight games or whatever it was and was very good. He started well in the preseason. You know, we spoke about it last week, the 37 touches, a couple goals, marks, tackles, whatever it was. Yeah, I think that Jared Lyons type of player, that's probably what we're looking at with him. Mm. Is that too much? Maybe. Maybe more Ben Keys. Either of those. Yeah, as in ben, that'll do. 
Yeah, either of those. That's that's the type because uh, he's not going to be. He's not. He's gonna. He, he can't play anywhere else apart from pure mid no, and chop and, and, out and as like he, a he does as, get as a third tall rotating forward. No, no, no. He, and, and he provides a presence as well. He's a very good overhead mark. I think, and he I moves. Think he gets the footy. The notable thing about him is he's really got a tank now, and yep. that's something he never had. He never had a tank. He could, he always used to tire out, and that was his criticism in his GWS days. Well, he's slow without a tank. And, and well, he's they, still they, slow, they, they but they now played, he's got a tank. And they played him in the forward line. It's a pretty deep, small, you know, forward pocket as such, you know. Yeah, so, that 2019 year where he kicked goals. Did he kick four against the Gold Coast at Eddie had? No, no, that was like 2017. He was at us in 2019. No, I'm talking about at Carlton. Oh, for Carlton. Sorry. He yeah, did, you know, yeah. He did, yeah, he did kick in that he, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had that year for Carlton, yes. 2019, second half of the year where he just played yes. forward pocket. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, I think Kennedy will break out this year at a league level. I think the league will acknowledge him as a really good midfielder by the end of the year, maybe even earlier. And like if we play, if he plays well round one, you know, after coming off the preseason, coming off a good back end of last year, you know, we may even see him acknowledged even earlier. Um, Interesting. It will be. It will be. What mm. else have we not predicted yet? Are we going to get some progression with the Ruckman? Um, yeah. Well, you, you hope so. <laughs> you really, we need well, it. I think we, we need goals and we need some assertion around stoppages. So Nankervis is a bit banged up. So Nankervis is in isolation at the moment. He's coming out of ISO on Wednesday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So a day before the game. So he's had a very, very rough lead up to this round one game, Nankervis. Been inside his home for a week. It's a great opportunity. And we know DeConing can move yeah. around the ground. This is a great opportunity to get on your bike. And he looks a bit beefed up. Yeah, he does. And drag him to con- drag him to places. Nankervis won't want to go. Yeah. And I think that's... You know, Nankervis is really good when he actually drops back into the back line. But if you actually make him defend, that could be a really, really big win for us. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a really big opportunity for Deconi, um to... And yeah, and he, did, and he has filled out a bit. You know, he's coming into his fifth season on the list. Yeah. You've got to start moving at some point. Yeah. Because he was very frustrating at the back end of last year, just in terms of presence at stoppages. Because it was a negative presence. Now, going completely off topic, something that's just popped into my head, and we spoke about this a little bit last year when we watched the VFL, and we kept saying how they generally, whenever O'Brien would play in the team and when he was in the VFL, he's always playing on the opposite wing to the one that they use, and he gets burnt a lot. Like, he's a hard runner, gets in good positions, but they just burn him a lot. I'm thinking, I think... I think the plan was, and this might still be the plan, we don't know where Doherty's going to play on Thursday night, mind you. Doherty could play in the back line. He could. He, I, yeah. As much as we want him on the wing, I think that stems O'Brien's growth. Because what's going to happen is, if Doherty's on the one wing and O'Brien's on the other, that O'Brien gets burnt. They're going through Doherty rather than O'Brien. I don't know if that's I, a conscious no, thing, though. But I, what I'm saying is, I think if they rather... Use, O'Doc- use O'Brien as the attacking wingman and use Setterfield as that Angus Brayshaw-type defensive wing. Yeah. Like they tried to do with Cottrell last year, which was a, a misery. Yeah. I think that sounds better. And I know we want Doherty on the wing, but I think you can use O'Brien as, a, as an asset, go through him, use Setterfield as the defensive wing and have Doherty playing that role that he played in, when he was amazing. I'm the only no issue with that is because we now have to start with a 6-6-6, the ball can come in very quickly. And Doherty, 
when Doherty was playing in the back line, he'd set up so that he was playing on space and that there wasn't much one-on-one defending. And he got found out a bit over the last two years, mm. Doherty, since Well, that rule killed him. Yeah. It well, it just makes it much harder for him because the ball's going to come in far quicker mm. for him to set up properly. And he'd find himself dragged deep and he'd find himself defending, which he, he was exposed quite a bit. Definitely early last year, he was... Yeah. Like, it was... He wasn't great, but he de- his footy improved once he kind of lost that defensive accountability and was just played up the ground, moving the ball forward. Mm. So that's an interesting. Yeah, I don't then- think there's a conscious <laughs> thing to like not go through O'Brien's wing. I just think that's just how it goes. Like you know, if O'Brien wants the ball, he'll demand the ball. If he gets himself in good positions and plays his wing well, he'll get the ball. Mm. Well, it's just an a interesting one to on watch O'Brien, on Thursday night. Yeah. Because I remember we said it last year. Was it possibly round one? We were yeah, saying they were burning him a lot. He was getting into good positions yeah. and they weren't using him. Well, we're going to be moving the ball a lot quicker this year. So, rather than this static shit down the line. Yeah. Where it's just, you know, let's hope we can force a boundary throw in or something. So, it, you know, he will be utilised more. A lot more handball receives last week. There was this, <clears throat> the two games we played in the preseason has been a clear directive to handball it to someone like Adam Sard at all costs. Yeah. So it, it could suit O'Brien. We'll see early. As long as he's using the ball well, if he gets it 12 times, who cares? He's just got to use the ball well. All right. I think that could be all for our season preview. Well, I guess the last one ex- expectations on the new coach. Well, of course. True. Well, the whole coaching group. So I listened whole. to his whole interview on 360 last night. How was it? No, he does speak well. Was it on the couch or... No, no, it was on 360. 360? Him and Simon Goodwin, the last year's premiership coach and the <laughs> incoming. Um, <laughs> steady. Um, but yeah, no, no, he does speak well. I think he, he looks, seems really excited as well, which is good. Yeah. There's definitely an enthusiasm of the great unknown at Carlton. Which way are they going to go? Because I don't think anyone really knows, like, hand on heart, which way Carlton's going to go. No, Definitely. Definitely no one knows. Well, it's not even... No, because we're not going to go behind 13th. It's a matter of whether you stay put or go or or advance. I think if they finish outside of the top 11, if you finish 12th or 13th, even... You know what? If you finish outside of the top 10, that's just... It's a failure. It's a genuine oh, failure. Well, I think the, sta- they, the if, standard has to be, let's start with a positive <laughs> win-loss ratio. If they, if they have a good year positive win-loss ratio and just miss out on finals, you can sort of accept that. You don't want to, but that's more accepting. If I'm tell- if they finish 13th, 12th, 11th, like, where yeah, to which, now? Which isn't beyond the realms of but, but possibilities. But if that happens, it's like, well, you've got a new I coach. think we're a greater chance of finishing there than like six. Well, so I think we're a better chance of winning eight are, games in what 14. What do the club do if that happens? If oh. you finish 13th or 12th this year, well, what happens? Well, you know, they'll... You know, you've just brought they'll in a new coach. This, oh, you've this. just you've just brought in, you know, two more midfielders after bringing in, you know, big money players last year in Sardin Williams. Now you've got Hewitt Chera. You know, they've gone and brought in a couple of other, I guess, fringe players in Fogarty and Young the last couple of years. You know, they've, they've restocked the list. They've brought in a whole new coaching panel. If we don't move and we still finish 13th, 12th, what happens? Like, uh, I'm not <clears> sure. It will just be... That is doomsday scenario. For sure. Um, and it's happened a lot. You know, it happened in, you know, even Teague's first year. Bolton's, yeah. you know, Moldhouse. After, you know, 2014 was very much the same. And they Do you went try and bring Clarko once... in if that happens? 
No, I don't think. Well, no, that's what. Well, no. The coach is the coach ain't going anywhere at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, they'll just blame it on a new system, maybe a lot of new pieces. I'm not sure. Let's hope we don't get to that. But you wouldn't want to do that. I've just read a tweet here from the TAB saying gamble responsibly Carlson fans are confident we've taken a bet of $3,700 at 31 bucks on the Blues to win the premiership oh boy well lands $114,000 if the Blues get up each to their own (laughs) can't say I'll be backing that each to their own mate that's all I'll say Um, I'd like to be at his booth if we win it though (laughs) be a big night um that could be all about nice and short and sweet um big game Thursday night huge game so we're recording either Thursday night or Friday morning yeah one of the two we'll see well if, if we lose it will be a Thursday night job and if we win it'll probably be a Friday morning job yeah. um yes well Thursday night we hope to see as many blue baggers there as possible 15th minute standing ovation for Sam Doherty uh the cheer squad will definitely look after that everyone get involved Get up, cheer, clap, get around Doc. It's a truly remarkable story. And, that, and it's, that's how we'll end the pod on Doc. It's, it's yeah. just incredible that he's playing, isn't it? No, it's unbelievable. You two know. knee recos that people forget about. Two bouts of cancer. Look, you know, like he may never play again. And, I think people, and now he's playing round one. I think one. people also forget this has been our captain for the last three years as well. Yeah, and, and an All-Australian. You know, like best and fairest winner, all Australian. It's not just anyone. It's one of our very best players. You know, it also, people probably also forget, if you get Doc back at the peak of his powers, it's just another A grader you add to your team. Hmm. Be very interesting. I'm very happy for him. It's going to be great to see him out there because I didn't think it would happen. And look, they've got to fire up. They've just got, they've just got to be switched on. If they can't get up for him, mate, and his story, then they won't get up for anything. And we've seen in the last few years, <laughs> there's been some things you can get up for that they have not. Ed mm. Kerno's 200th against the Gold Coast, didn't get up for. Well, Mark Murphy's, Murphy's 300 and final. Didn't get up for. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, Eddie's farewell, didn't get up. Well, that was the same game, wasn't it? No, that was the week after against the Giants. True. I yeah. think most people would switch that game off to watch Gorn kick it after the siren <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so get up for the man. The great man. And, uh, yeah, 15th minute of the first quarter. Standing ovation for the doc. Bolt. So, uh, hold on. So, hold on. we're going to just... So, I said this tw- this time 12 months ago. So, it's a Carlson home game on Thursday night. Are we getting our Cade Simpson, Mark Murphy farewells? Or our Matthew Cruises? Or our Eddie I can't Betts, believe we didn't ask the prize when we Gibbs. had him on. That's the one thing we forgot. I know. Just to ask him so, about I mean, that. I, you know, we can't really blame COVID anymore. Mm-hmm. Can you do a tweet about that? Maybe we'll do one on the account. Maybe. We'll get up on the Blues well, for the account. How can they not? They need to get that. Yeah, they need like to farewell. Kate Simpson, Mark Murphy, Matthew Cruiser, Eddie Betts, and, and Bryce... to an extent, Bryce Gibbs. No, not to an extent. Definitely. Yeah. It's a life memory, isn't they it? They all retired. Yeah, yeah. They all retired literally behind closed doors. No, they have to do something well, for Well, they didn't them. retire in Victoria. No, definitely have to do something. And fly Levi down. <laughs> no. I had to say that just to see your face. We'll see him round four. Um, oh, we certainly will. All right, Bolt. I think that is all. We've covered the lot. Big game. Stay tuned for our review coming out Thursday night or Friday morning. And, uh, well. Go, boys. Fingers crossed. Four points. It's a big night. This is really... This is... 
you lose round one and you're on the back foot early because mm-hmm. you're not going to win. If you lose round one to Richmond, you're not going to beat the Dogs in round two. I mean, we don't know yet, but by the looks of it. And I just think this is this is the match. You have to beat Richmond round one. It's time. It's got to happen. Haven't it's beaten them happen. since that glorious final, but hopefully the changing of the guard is now. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Let's see how we go. And we've never been... It's funny. We've never really... Like... Since the establishment of this Thursday night season opener, we've never really been good at the same time. No. It's like, weird. it's always been blowouts. I know. So, this could be a tight one. This yeah, could well, not be... not even blowouts. It's just like, it's always been, there's always been a heavy favourite. Correct. Yeah. Correct. All right. I know, it is weird. <clears throat> Let's hope this year we get a win. Oh, the 2013 game was close. That was five points. They beat us. True, true. Where Yaron ran in the mist. Yeah. Oh, don't we bring came back those seven memories. goals down. Don't bring back those memories. All right, Bolt, that is all for the fifth time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We'll be back next uh, 48 hours to do a review. Nice. Big season coming up. Hopefully, this is our year. Go Blues. Against the famous old dark blues.